0: tonight we have a gentleman that is on yet again he's gracing us with his presence yet again I don't know why but he decides to come back I think this is probably his third or fourth time on the show um I think in 2022 um he's going to be putting out so much uh content and products for uh for the the RPG industry that I think I'm going to petition the uh, gen con to actually create an any's category that's just gasca Ga- the gasca category for the Ennies. and then like people are just gonna have to vote on you know their favorite gasca uh, uh item for uh 2022 i think that's that's kind of what it, and maybe just going forward maybe that's just a, a category that we're gonna have uh for the Ennies awards uh because i'll tell you what it's been really awesome to see this guy just kind of uh just sh- accelerate uh, his his rpg status throughout the last few years and and 2022 is going to be an even an even bigger uh uh, elevation of that uh, status so i'm really excited to have andrew gaskett back on uh to talk about all the things that he's doing he's got uh, alien heart of darkness he's got this collaboration with titan books he's got terminator the role-playing game he's got carbon gray i mean the guy's just non-stop it's crazy it's crazy just to see and i'm so ex- incredibly excited to to have him on to talk about it uh whether or not he's excited to be on i, I hope he's excited but uh we'll, we'll, i i'm i'm super super excited we've also got the usual uh cast of characters uh, on the show with us as well stick around it's episode 140 of the chaotic good cast <laughs> This is the Gaska episode. This is the year of 2022 is the year of the Gaska. And I am so excited to have Andrew on. And we're going to get to him in just a few moments. I would like to remind everyone that if you are uh tuning into the audio podcasts, thank you so much. You know, make sure to like and subscribe. And if you appreciate Drew giving his time for the show, please hit that like button down below here if you're watching it on on YouTube. Uh we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, subscribe if you haven't already subscribed all that jazz all that jazz joining me this week is our usual cast of characters one and only first step games
1: man i missed one week and i forgot what this is like i love it i'm back let's go i
0: know like what a what what an episode to come back to ben
1: right so this much is, hype
0: we've got uh, our geek of the north uh, jason hunt see i went out of order this 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 week
2: you did I, I'm, I'm i'm a little bit flat-footed here i was um, trying to put, put you on the spot <laughs> i uh, i missed you ben and amanda Aww.
0: of course artist illustrator of age of night
3: <laughs> not, barney. Not,
0: barney. <laughs> not barney not, not Almost story comic again that's twice
3: now <laughs> am not. Um,
0: amanda amanda call
1: it's particularly good because you know barney hasn't been around for like a month so.
3: i know i know yeah. right yeah. and i Which did sad I... I did also miss several episodes because um, everyone in my house has been sick like for weeks now. Children really? are gross. <laughs> that's, that's all I have to say about that. Kids are gross, and we've all been sick. But I'm here now, and I'm not sick currently.
0: I'm I'm glad that you're you're back with us because we've got a great uh, great guest host uh, guest person on with us tonight. The one and only. <laughs> Andrew E.C. Gaska. Everybody else can call him Drew, but I, I have to call him Mr. Gaska.
4: Don't forget the real star.
0: Oh, that's right, Adrian. Adrian, thank you so much for giving time. Ta- the real talent behind the scenes that uh, is, is, of course, Adrian there uh, in, the, in the back there.
3: I can see his little mittens. <laughs> so cute.
0: Drew, thanks for coming on uh, this week. Thanks for having me, as always. I'm um, oh, a ridiculous man. man, but thank you. I'm excited for you, man. You've got so much stuff coming out uh, in these next couple weeks, uh, in or next months, and man, dude, it's just it's crazy. Like I, you know, I I said this at Gamma Expo to a few companies that uh, that I ran into. That you know, some people took this whole pandemic and lockdown situation, and rather than just kind of give up and get frustrated they used it as inspiration they used it as time to just hone their skill and put out product after product and just work on various things and just figure out you know what they want to do in this industry you know i i said this to to, to turbo dork turbo dork went from like 2020 to handing out like paint samples to to attendees at gamma expo to 2022 having a full blown booth and just blowing up on social media i feel like the same thing has happened with you uh over these over this pandemic uh, drew you just you, you just kind of just like put the pedal to the metal during this whole shutdown thing and you just like turned out product after product after product and you like collaborated with all these people and it's just it's just exciting to see it
2: it
4: i mean it, it's a it's a whole bunch of circumstances that worked well together. It's like, you know, the pandemic started and I was already up for awards for the alien game. And at when the pandemic started, um, I worked full time for, uh, as a senior development editor at Lion Forge animation and comics, and they closed my department. So I went freelance completely and they continued to use me freelance, but suddenly, you know, it's like, okay, I'm panicking. How am I going to, pay the bills like with all this stuff and everything but because of what was going on I kept getting contacted hey do you want to work on this do you want to work on this and then I was like you know what I can just do this and doing this kind of stuff used to be what I did in my free time right I haven't learned how to have free time now because <laughs> doing this like 12 to 18 hours a day and um yeah so it's it's that's why there's so many things coming out um I've been working like crazy i'm just trying to take things to the next
0: level so. dude it's crazy and 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 i no doubt the uh, I, I have no doubt that it's going to happen in 2022 because you just got you got so many big ips that, that you've been working on and uh you know i yeah it's crazy let's talk a little bit about uh a little bit about alien mm-hmm. of course uh, you've won quite a few any awards let's let's get get right to it because i know a lot of folks are tuning in because of alien Fair. um You've got actually a couple different things that you've been working on behind the scenes with Alien. Alien Heart of Darkness is, is up for pre-order with, with Free League uh, uh, on their website. So if, if you uh, would like to pre-order that, uh, you can go to freelypublishing.com and pre-order it, and you'll get the next uh, cinematic scenario. Um, let's talk a little you bit about get to
2: it. figure out the conversion rate to Kroner.
0: That's
4: right. That's right.
2: <laughs>
0: How many time? Get, and you get the
4: PDF right away.
0: Yeah, and, yeah. And it looks it, it's crazy, and I love how each of these, like, not only of these cinematic scenarios, like, like build on the last one, but the, mechanically they also add a few other tweaks, and it just adds more, and you've got this overarching story as well. And, I, yeah, you want to tell folks a little bit about what the Heart, Heart of Darkness is going to bring to uh, the table? Um, Well, there was a mystery that started in Chariot of the Gods,
4: which was the first cinematic. Um, where you, you the ship called the Cronus, which disappeared uh, like 75 years ago, shows up and there's weird things happening, but it's missing part of the ship. It's missing its science boat, which is the equivalent of like the lifeboat on the Prometheus. Um, and a whole bunch of things spiraled out of that into uh, Destroyer of Worlds and then into the Colonial Marines book. And uh, Heart of Darkness takes that stuff and finishes off that first giant story arc um and and ties it all together bringing it back around to uh the sh- what happened to that ship 75 years ago so
0: very cool very. um this is the, the the third installment of this is like the third part of your trilogy that you have of this overall and then this is this is kind of going to is this going to like storybook it is this going to be like is this going to be it, and then you're going to move on to something else? What, what's what's the thought process with behind the whole alien? You know, do you? I think you've already we've already revealed that there's another source book on the way as as well for the alien. I'm just kind of curious as to what what you have in in store for uh, later on down now that you've got this trilogy that's out.
4: Well, the current Titan novels, which aren't written by me, um, right. but I am doing um, scenarios that are in the, for the role oh, playing we'll game that are right. in the back of that. Um, those novels are spinning out of the events that occurred in the Colonial Marines Operations Manual. Right. Um, so, coming out of that will be our uh, colony book, the Building Better Worlds book, which is next. And that is also going to have ramifications. Uh, the ramifications of what happens in Heart of Darkness are going to be felt in that. Everything is being connected like it's a living, breathing universe. Um, and uh, one of the things I sought out to do with this stuff from the beginning was have players be able to feel like that they're part of the actual universe so that someone will mention something in a novel or a video game and you're like hey i did that they're talking about me um so that's kind of what we're going for here with 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 unifying everything in a giant storyline so while while it's well it's like it's a finale think of it think of it as you know episode six but episode seven still coming you know what i mean okay. that, that,
0: that, nice so. nice yeah i love that I love that yeah I, I love how you're you're collaborating with all these other folks that have the 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 ip the alien ip uh, i think it's did this originally started with the the fire team yep. alien game right where, where where you collaborated with them while you were putting out the cloning marines operations manual is that kind of where that that inspired you to, to to kind of reach out to other folks is that or did you was that the plan all along like oh i want to start here and and then reach out or did, like this was so good that i want to do this with other people
4: well without without naming anything or anybody, like, this is something that we put out to a lot of licensors from the beginning. And at mm-hmm. first, people were like, Okay, whatever, role playing game, you know, it, it's, it's like, what's the, what's this game gonna do. And then once we started getting notoriety, people were like, Oh, okay. And um, fireteam, it turned out, they didn't realize they could actually talk to us. And they were already using the core book as their reference.
0: Oh, I love so, that.
4: Um, yeah. So when they got connected through Joe LaFave um, and Joe connected me to them, they had all this stuff that they wanted to do. And a lot of it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. Perfect works. And then they had some crazy stuff they wanted to do. And I was like, and this is something I try to tell people who are or, or doing this consulting work for franchises and stuff like that. Um, you, our job is never to say, no, that's not canon. It won't work. Our job is to say, OK, how can we make that work and still be canon? Um, and, and, and that, that's the key to this stuff. It's like, you know, uh, y- y- so many fans want to shut something down because a new show like in Star Trek takes place as a prequel, but the technology looks a little bit higher. So, oh, it couldn't be Canon. No. Okay. Well, why don't we find a reason why that makes sense instead? Um, and that's been my job all along. People have misinterpreted my job over with, uh, 20th Century Studios, uh, as a freelance consultant to mean I control Canon and I control nothing. I, I i make suggestions i'm um,
3: in control uh, of nothing ah they say, is see, what do
4: you what do you think we should do i tell them what i think they i we should do and they either say yes or no most of the time they say yes sometimes they're like eh can you give us another alternative and they sometimes like the new alternative or they say never mind we'll go with your first one you know so it, it's it's not my job to decide the things and anybody comes in and says i want to do this thing uh, a perfect example um one of the recent novels, and again, without naming anything, uh, the person wasn't as familiar with Alien as, as say, I am, okay, when they first started working on it, and they had put some strange things in the plot, and I was like, okay, so are we talking about a new breed of Alien here? Because if we are, then we can do this. Uh, we just need to make sure that people are like, well, wait, they've never been like this before, because if you pretend they were always like this, people are going to be like, you don't know what you're doing, this isn't the Alien, right? He's like, Oh, no, no, I don't want to complicate it with that. So I was like, okay, then you need to do X, Y, and Z. And then he brought it to that, you know, so it all for alternatives. That's all what this is. And then when the free, when the fire team stuff came by, <clears throat> I looked at it and I was like, okay, how can we make this fit? I'm working on the history of the Colonial Marines operations manual at the time. There's a whole bunch of stuff they want to do that I could set up in there for them. So it all fits. Um, and one of the things was Hyperdyne. They wanted Hyperdyne to be its own company. But it had already been established that Hyperdyne was a subsidiary of wayland Utani. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you look in that book, it's this whole thing where they were Hyperdyne was originally their um rivals, and then when Hyperdyne was at its lowest, Wayland Utani bought them out. But then if you go through the history stuff, you'll see what I wrote in there that um eventually the hyperdyne department was doing well, and they had some dirt on executives at will and the attorney. So they were able to buy themselves back out and make themselves a company again. So for that time where those books say that they were of subsidiary, they absolutely were, they just bought themselves out afterwards, you know, it, it, the, the, sure. they always these things happening in the real world anyway. So why not? Oh, yeah, corporations do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and
3: I love this. I love this. Yes. And approach hmm. to like, Canon Mm. and concept development, because rather than just saying, no, that was wrong. You Mm. then created a whole other story to just make it right. Like that's so great. And that it just enriches everything.
4: Thank you. Yeah. It feels lived in and breathing, living and breathing. And it, 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 um, it, it it ensures that we're going to get new ideas coming Mm -hmm. in. Yeah, It makes
2: room for everybody then. Yeah.
4: So it's just you know, if you want to do this crazy thing, we need to find a way to make it work. We can't just pretend it was always like that. That's all it is. So, nice, very cool. Um, But yeah, the one one last thing. I'm sorry with the Heart of Darkness, I've introduced something there, and I don't want to talk about it like in detail because we don't want to give spoilers. But we've introduced a new threat to the Alien universe. Heart of Darkness. Um, It's Doug. No, (laughs) it's the Doug. his stats are on page 74. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you may or may not be seeing this threat in other things.
0: Cool. Interesting. Interesting. Very cool. Um, this whole t- Titan books, uh, collaboration where, um, you're basically taking the novel and then creating like a, an RPG scenario or adventure that's based on the books like how how is that like how did a how did that that, that start like because and then b how hard is it to get a cuz you must get like an early draft of the of the novel and then come up with you know the adventure and then have it ready for when they want to go go to print because i'm i'm thinking that that that's got to be like a you know, pretty quick turnaround thing for them to to kind of include that in for I'll get approval and then and then go to print.
4: It, it is a quick turnaround, but it's not. So okay, so first of all, it's not based on the novel. It is spinning out of the events of the novel. Right. Right. Okay, so inspired like,
2: by <laughs> exactly. <yeah.
4: laughs> well, um, so like in the first book that's coming out, Colony War, the last scene in the novel is the first scene of the adventure that you write. Right. In. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're, you're, it's like two shifts passing in the middle of the night is all I'm going to say about it. And so I recommend that GMs read the novel first, players play it first, and then they read the novel. Um, okay. Oh, that's cool. But, the, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm giving stuff way ahead of time. I'm given this is the synopsis that we gave to Disney and they approve. It. Okay. So I read that through and I'm like, I start thinking about, okay, what the hell am I going to do with this? Um, and then I get a first draft of the novel and I read through it. And I don't, I'm just getting ideas. And during this time period, I start writing my pitch of this is what the adventure will be. And I go back and forth with Titan on that. And you know, Free League wants final approval of it, but um, it's really a Titan project. Sure. Um, I'm the the, quote liaison, in quote, between it. So so they're not as hands-on at first with it, you know. Um, Titan tells me what they want, and then when they're happy, we give that plot to Disney. And by the time that's happening, disney's already reviewing the final version of the novel
3: so okay. by the time
4: i get approval back the final novel's done and i have like two weeks to finish this thing so uh, what do you call yeah. it Go ahead, yeah. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> that's a that's a that's a quick turnaround
4: <laughs> yeah but it's like you know the, for me the hard part of most of this stuff is just sitting around it, i say sitting around but it, it's figuring it out you know it's mm. like mm. How the hell am i going to make this work doing research things like that so when they're when it's, when they finally get the go i'm like all right i know what i'm doing i don't have to think about this anymore and of course there's always something that changes at the last minute but the biggest issue i've had with these is is word count which has always been my issue Um <laughs> that wait, gonna be my wait, is that
3: is that is that a you write too many words or not Absolutely. enough words way too many
4: words Wayne. Way too
3: many. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The
4: core, the core book for Alien was supposed to be like 250 pages. It's 300. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> that's my fault. My <laughs> yeah. So I misinterpreted, um, and this is not the first time I've done this type of thing. Because uh, so I wrote I wrote a short story for Planet Apes um, anthology for Titan years ago. Okay, when I was writing the, the novels, with there I also wrote a short story for the anthology, and. I turned it in and I was like, okay, I know it's supposed to be 15,000 words, but it's 18,000, but you know, so maybe we can edit a little bit and they're like, look at your contract. It's 7,500 words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had to cut half of that story. And luckily when I wrote that story, I had written it between two different time periods that were cutting back and forth. So I just cut out one of those time periods completely and I had seven
5: Don't worry. Yeah.
4: But yeah, so with this again, I guess that number seven thousand five hundred, I just associated that with Titan, and apparently it was supposed to be five thousand words, and I turned in seven thousand five hundred. Oh. And uh, Titan was like, "That's fine," and Freeleg was like, "Again." <laughs> um,
3: so yeah, they weren't
4: they weren't super happy about that. But it, um and in the end like Titan was like, "Okay, we thought we were fine with this, but this is huge. This is taking up like 50 pages of the book in the back." So they're like, "No more than 5,000 next time." And um I was I was a couple of days late getting them the adventure and they're like, "What's the hang up?" I'm like, "I'm at 5,378 words." i keep trying to cut things out, and they're like, "All right, we'll let it go." And they took this one at fifty-three seventy, whatever. So, (laughs) um, but it's just it's tough because it's like, I think I think one of the successes of what I'm doing here is that I'm always thinking about. I mean, I can't forget. Remember, can we curse on this or no? Uh,
0: If you can keep it PG
4: thirteen. All right, right, I'm always thinking about the schmuck who wants to go west when you're supposed to go east. Okay, I've said this many times, and I'm like, "All right, so some jackass is going to do this thing." what can I have waiting for them if they do that and I put that in there but when you keep doing that it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger
5: right
4: so, you know I've got to be like all right GM you're on your own with this one <laughs> so
5: um
4: but yeah there's been a lot of fun and I I I'm hoping that this catches on with other franchises as well yeah. um absolutely it's, just, it's a great inter- integration and it, it's like in the second book that's coming up there's an event in the second book where they say hey we need people to go do x y and z in the middle of the book and they don't come back to that until the end where they say you know oh, okay really? we're leaving now so that's your adventure in that second book you're those people they send them. i love that so you are you are literally in that novel
0: now. that's um, cool so now, what kind of uh, do they have some sort of schedule for for how many novels they put out each year or is is it something that like they do every quarter or is it
4: uh, we're yeah. only doing this for three books. I think oh, okay. do three or four books a year, but we're the, the, doing it for two of the books for this year, and then one for next year. Nice. So okay. um, yeah, the, the first one comes out, I think, for Alien Day. And uh, oh, so that question? Um, yeah, Patty books. has a
0: question that says, "Will the adventures have maps and images, or is that too hard to do to include in a novel?"
4: There's no images, but I have done maps for the for the for the adventures. So just like I, when we do the maps for the. Um, the the real role playing game that the you know I'm saying real, the, the, the actual book releases mm-hmm. I do the maps really detailed and then they take them and make them look cool. In this case, they're just taking the maps that I do detailed. So maybe they don't look as cool. I don't know, but um, they, they can only print it in black and white anyway. So it's, it's, sure. it's you know it's it's not going to be the same. They don't do those finishing touches that they would do them on to make it look awesome in the in the. Well, if you
2: pick up all the PDFs, then you'll have all of the maps and they'll look very pretty.
4: Yeah. <laughs> So um, yeah, so there are maps. Um, and where was I going I don't know. I got derailed by that question. But sorry, that's all right. Nah, whatever. I looked at. Uh, it we up. were
0: talking about the the number of books that they're putting out. Oh, that's right. That's
4: right. Uh, yeah. So there's one I think that's coming out for Alien Day, or yep. that was the plan. So maybe you know somewhere within um, the end of this month or beginning next month. Um, and I think there's another. The second one is done already, and that's July. I think that that's when that comes out. Maybe August and then the third one is like spring next year very cool it's an experiment to see how it goes um and uh I think it's going to be well received Um,
0: is is this something that I mean because we'll we'll talk we're gonna let's bring it up while while we're kind of talking about trying to do this with 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 other properties um of course we know that that you've worked on and written the uh the the Terminator role-playing game which I think uh backers had gotten the uh, the, the PDF of uh, the core rule book the, the other day um if i'm not mistaken that's yes, the alpha version the, the alpha version um is this something you'd like to do with terminator if, if you're given the chance yeah it's something I'd like to do with any of the properties I work
5: on okay. that.
4: absolutely yeah um I, I just I kind of want to be you know known as the guy who's trying to bring the bridge the gaps all this stuff you know I was so happy like I, I knew I was setting up all the stuff from Fireteam for them okay and I knew that that history stuff was going to be in there but what i didn't realize is that they were going to be taking the other stuff that we did from um the uh colonial marines book and mentioning it like they there's some things that they accidentally gave away in that game that were spoilers for the colonial marines (laughs)
5: um
4: and it was like it's like should we be upset about this and it's like i don't know because probably not because it means people are going to buy the Colonial Marines book now because they're like, what the hell are they talking about? So it's all, it's all been great fun working on this together. So I hope, I hope this stuff just gets more and more integrated as it goes. I'd like to bring comics into it as well.
1: It's, it's really cool because that's like actually one of the selling parts that I have in my store where I can be like, Hey, do you know this video game? Like, this video game mentions the things that are in this book and you just see people's eyes light up when they realize <laughs> that if this isn't enough for me and it never is for the these fans they can yeah. go somewhere else and get more of the picture and more of the story so yeah it, it's it's exciting to see to see you continue
2: to push it uh, beyond just a single genre of uh, of gaming I guarantee you anybody who catches those little spoilers or you could call them easter eggs now i guess Uh is gonna be like i know about that already it's just it's like when you catch something in a movie where uh, uh, only huge fans would notice this little tiny thing Uh those are the cool moments for the fans right there
0: it's like it's taking that whole marvel the the whole marvel concept and kind of taking it to a whole nother level just with, with other media
4: Absolutely. And th- I mean, this is something that, you know, in high school and in college, whiny nerd me was like, why don't they do this with things? <laughs> <know>? <laughs> and if it wasn't for Marvel, then we never would be doing these things now. But now, right? thank, thank, thank goodness that the Marvel Experiments a success. Say what you want about it. I mean, I, I personally love most of those movies. I think they're doing a great job. They fill they, they fit a good space. You know, they're not doing they're not doing whacked out, crazy, new, innovative ideas in a lot of places. But they're fun, and I love the interconnectivity of them. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it no different than when I was reading the comics in the '80s. And it's like, okay, Spider-Man popped up over here, and then, oh, why is he wearing that? Because when he was in Fantastic Four, he lost his costume, and that's why he's wearing that in this issue of uh, the Hulk. You know, it's like it, it, yeah. I, I love that stuff. It's, it's a living, breathing universe. So,
0: absolutely,
4: it's awesome to be able to do it.
0: Uh, let's see here. Cal has a question. It says, "Is there any plans?" on continuing behind beyond the frontier war.
4: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean the the, the frontier war um, will be ending, um, but it's caused things like the colony war that is coming up in the novel. Um, the frontier war has basically strained resources on the frontier um, and left a bunch of colonies cut off from things, and the ramifications of all that. Which, this is that that stuff was briefly mentioned in the that, that in the uh, colony marine book. ramifications of all that is spiraling out into these novels and the next books so yeah
0: the the other thing that i love about uh, this alien the the alien property is that of course we we know that there's there's more content coming out here there's a new series that's coming out i I don't know if you've you've been fortunate enough to work on or or been able to to consult on that at all but I, i i'm gonna assume maybe if no? i have or if i haven't i couldn't tell you either way so all right it doesn't matter. <laughs> i'm gonna say i'm gonna say how cool would it be to have some of this stuff that you've kind of established throughout the RPG to like show up in like a tv series too like that would be like like that would just blow my mind if it were me <laughs> but anyway we won't talk about it because we can't but uh you know i,
4: mean, I think that, that people need to keep in mind it's entirely possible yeah that the and and you know i can't say one way or the other anything but it's and keep in mind it's entirely possible that the tv series might be its own universe
0: right that's true uh, that's and true.
4: i'm not confirming that it is in any way shape or form i,
0: did. Um, <laughs> I,
4: I just know that it's... i can't tell you that at one point there was talk back and forth of yes this or no that you know like mm-hmm. should, do we want to make this part of it or not
0: that's the other it. thing that it does is whenever you have new content that comes out like it just brings it to the forefront of people's minds and people's you know uh, interests and so I I think you're going to see that once the series hits like regardless of of how successful it is I'm sure it'll be successful because you know pretty much everything that the Disney does is is, you know 99 successful um you know it's just going to probably take everything else that's alien related and just put it in put it up onto another level and and that's what I'm excited for you Drew is just like to see that you know happen because I know we're going to probably see that with, with Lord of the Rings uh, in the you know when that series hits Amazon in the one ring with with Free League and it's going to be awesome to see that with with Alien which is already a really super good seller for for free League like and just take it to a whole nother level Yeah. No. And I mean, what, what is, is it
4: ninth printing? Is it eighth printing? The core book? Uh, I don't,
0: I don't know at this point, Drew. It's, it's ridiculous the the number of printings that that core rule book has done. It's, it's, it's,
4: and I I always, I got to laugh about it because I've said this in other interviews. It's that like, you know, when I, I, for 18 months, I shopped around the idea to role-playing companies of an alien role-playing game and they all told me oh it's a one-hit wonder no one will ever want it past you know five minutes and then you know I finally got frustrated and went to Joe and Joe had just uh Joe Lafave the guy I mentioned before yep and he had just uh been watching Free League, thinking these guys are great I want to work with them and he talked with them and he asked them what's your top license you want and they said alien and then five minutes later I went to Joe and said I can't get anybody for alien so it's just like
0: it was meant to be yeah that's cool uh the advanced age of role-playing games gamers thank you so much guys for for joining us tonight uh any content for space truckers coming yeah
4: space truckers will be the next cinematic and source book after we do this building better worlds book
0: interesting okay Mm -hmm. very cool cool. uh so you shopped around the idea of, of alien how did of course Nightfall uh, Games has the, uh, the Terminator uh, role-playing game. How did you get involved in, in that uh, IP? I think we've talked about it previously on, on other episodes, but if we want to refresh folks' memories, uh, how, does, uh, how, how did that all, all come to be?
4: Um, somebody reached out to me and asked me um, if I knew anything about Terminator. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I can't remember the gentleman's name, so forgive me. I believe his name is Matt. And I can't remember his last name for some reason. Forgive me. Matt, if that is your really your name. Um, (laughs) But um, um, I said, Yeah, absolutely. And so he put me in touch with Nightfall. And, um, you know, because of success with alien, they wanted me on board. So it was it was easy. You know, I I, I, all my life, I've struggled to get the freelance jobs I want to get. Because every freelancer knows you've got you've got great work for three months. And then there's crickets for the next. Yeah. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I, have, <laughs> I, have, I have I would like some crickets at this point I've had no crickets <laughs> um, but you know at the same time I'm not gonna I'm not gonna wish that too hard because then there's gonna be nothing but crickets so you know it's, right so it's about it's about juggling and managing and I'm always late and I'm always overwriting. so,
5: so <laughs> you know hiring uh. your
4: project it'll be really good but too many words and late okay <laughs>
0: But what's what's the uh, what are the two out of three th- points of success that some you have to be either great at what you do it's the best at what quality, you do it's quality yeah. sweetness,
4: and um, um,
3: personality I
0: Personality speed. I thought it was speed Oh no no, no. Well, I thought it, I it heard depends it was like on, it depends
3: yeah. on 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 which way you're going uh, if you're talking about just uh if you're talking about just uh, what what you can what you can afford Right. Then it's the, then it, then the third one is speed. Okay. If you're talking about whether or not you want to work with somebody, then uh, the third okay. one is personality.
0: Yeah. I thought it was like, if you're nice, like if, you, okay. if you're yeah. two, if you're two out of these three, usually you're successful in whatever industry you're on. Either it's you're the best at what you do, you deliver on time, or you're really great to work with. Right. Like if you're at least two of those three, more than likely you're going to be successful right. in whatever the, you The other
3: do. trifecta has to do with how much you charge people.
0: Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> okay. So yeah, I was
0: with one but yeah. Okay. So at least
4: I have two on that on that one. So we're good. I'm good for now. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: um, so it looks like the 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 PDF for the core rulebook for uh Terminator is uh, pretty much done. Is there anything else that it needs? Is is there anything else that you're working on on that project? Is there? Is I, I think I'm trying to remember what they unlocked on that campaign. It was it was like an adve- there was like a little there's the campaign book wasn't there like an adventure book as well or something no
4: no the, no the, no, the, the adventure no. book was the campaign book there was and then there oh, was okay. the
0: screen i believe that's right that's right um i knew there was I, something else that they want i can
4: tell you there's more terminator content coming i can't tell you what it is
0: sure sure very cool the, these lines
4: are being supported so nice um, which is always a good thing because and that's why i mean really clearly but also nightfall and also magnetic press play yeah let's let's talk about that okay uh well before yes we'll we'll answer that question one second but um all three of them they're not just about all right let's put out this thing and then forget about it they're all three are trying to support the line so so um what do you want to know about the carbon gray setting so
0: the the advanced age of role-playing gamers uh, asks uh, can Drew go on in can Drew go into the carbon gray setting what's that all about um, this is a Kickstarter that Magnetic Press Play uh, did last year. Uh, this was uh, their first Kickstarter uh, because they wanted to get into the RPG uh, market, and they have this incredible graphic novel called uh, Carbon Gray, and uh, they wanted to do an RPG on it. And and yeah, I'm I'm kind of like I I backed it at the PDF level, and and I'm excited to, to see the PDF. I haven't downloaded them yet. To, uh, but I know that it uses the West End Games D6 system, which I'm a big fan of. I love that stuff. Um, so, yeah, it, it had uh, had me interested right from the get-go. Um, yeah, w- you want to talk a little bit about that, Drew?
4: Yeah, so, um, approaching with the rules first, it's the West End Game system, but we, we, we modernized certain aspects of it. Um, we added a, a, um, a couple of things to bring it more in line with today's games. Um, and then we have a there's sections there that says, hey, if you prefer to play the D6 classic, this is what you do, you know, so it, it, you can go either way with it. But um, it's a, it's a, a diesel pump World War One setting. Um, so it's it's basically World War One uh, countries names have been changed because it's like an alternate universe, but um, there's something wrong with what we call continuity, which is time. And things are being brought in from the future so there's like advanced weaponry that shouldn't be there and then like somebody who was dead is suddenly not dead and 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 it basically reality collapsing in on itself because of this continuity issue so it, it's got some fantasy elements to it clearly um, it's uh it's a lot of it was a really fun project because the art was so beautiful and we just looked at it and was like okay let's just build everything around the art so um one of the things that we, uh, me and my partner E.L. Thomas added to it, which was not part of the original, um, is a uh, classic D6 is awesome. I played Star Wars for many, many years. Um, but one of the things that we added was the Fenris wolf. It's, a, it's a basically a, a giant wolf that you can play. Um, uh, so it's one of the archetypes. Um, so yeah, so it's uh, it's got... It's got planes, it's got war, it's got wolves, it's got lightning guns, it's got a whole bunch of crazy stuff in it.
0: It looks amazing. Like, I, I'm super stoked to get this uh uh it, i just backed at the pdf level pdf level because i only had so many fun so much funds at the time but i really wanted to support the project but now i'm going back on on the uh the Mag- magnetic uh, press play uh, website and i'm like uh what are they opening pre-orders for the core book? because it's got to be here pretty soon because man if this thing is just as beautiful as the uh the pdfs i've, I've, I've got to have it jared um jared earl from uh nightfall games
4: uh i I actually because all this stuff is incestuous apparently i hired him to help with the graphic design on that book and together we put out that layout which i think is i'm super proud of the layout for that carbon grade book it's super beautiful it's easy to read and just every every page is breathtaking because of the amazing art we were able to use so nice
0: um and you've got a whole line that you launched with this like you've got minis you've got maps yeah. there's like there's a whole bunch of, like it's the not just a amazing. book yeah it was it was a big big project and and uh it was it was really well received
4: the thing that um that i'm excited the most about and then we've gotten really good feedback on so far is the solo adventure Um yes it, it's called badge of blood um and it's uh based on the way west end used to do their solo adventures like scoundrels luck for star wars and stuff like mm-hmm. that
5: mm-hmm. Uh,
4: but my partner, Yale Thomas, has added some really cool things, like something that's called an incursion count, where it's like when you're doing things, if you use the loud weapon, add one to your incursion count. Okay, And then it's like if you get to a certain point, that means everybody in the location you're at knows you're there, and therefore you have to add a difficulty number on top of whatever it says in the book when you're trying to accomplish something. So it, 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 he, he came up with these ways that we can make it different even more every time you play it. So uh I'm, I'm very excited about the way that uh shaped out to be so well, we're probably going to do a lot of that stuff at magnetic press play because the solo adventure thing seems to be something that people are really excited
0: about yeah so solo uh play, RPG play has been like a really big thing that, that has kind of taken off for the last uh you know especially over the pandemic just because you know that's how I think that's exactly why play. actually it's yep. because of the pandemic um yeah Hungary even agrees uh there needs to be more solo adventures
1: yeah, yep. it's one of those things too it's like it's hard enough to get a, a group of people around a table either physical or digital to play a campaign so if you can test drive a system with a solo play adventure it just adds so much value to it yep it's 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 really even cool. if it just
2: gets you familiar with the mechanics Yep, like if nothing else you play a full adventure and you're not just rolling dice because you know You looked up one mechanic and you're rolling dice to see if it works you actually get a feel for the game and the mechanics at the same time Mm -hmm. without having to be flipping through the rulebook for 500 minutes with your friends when they finally get (laughs) to the table
3: right
0: Drew, do you have any idea of when the is is the are the physical items are you are you anticipating for Carbon Gray? Are, are you anticipating that to be a Gen Con kind of release? Is this is this something that the they, Magnetic Press Play is is kind of aiming for for you know mid summer? I, I guess I'm kind of curious, is because that's what a lot of these publishers do is they they tend to. Try to like make a big big splash at gen con and and release everything or, or sometime around that you know around that time frame is that something that the magnetic press play is, is looking at doing this year
4: so what's going on now is that because of the logistics of shipping being such a nightmare right they decided that instead of going sending the stuff to la they were going to send it to miami okay
0: okay It'll
4: so go through the panama canal and everything okay but for some reason it got put on a different ship, which brought it up to New Jersey.
0: I mean, that's kinda <laughs> like that's kinda like, you know.
3: Uh. so at this it's, point, it's close.
1: They both have beaches. So, so it's that,
4: it sat there in customs in Jersey and then now it was approved and it's been put in trucks and is being sent down to Miami. So it can be distributed to <laughs> everybody else.
0: Wow! So we are told
4: that either this month or early next month it should be showing up in people's hands.
0: Okay. Okay. But currently, it's on
4: trucks going down to Miami S- right
3: now. Somewhere. It's okay. Somewhere on a truck.
0: <laughs> I, I was so like, what? <laughs> "What? What? What? Why?" <laughs> so it puts it out in like May, June. So I, I think it's going to be a- end of April or May.
5: Basically. Okay. Okay
0: nice um yeah no i think that that, uh, that that's really cool um yeah right uh, let's get
4: con this year is it august
0: what's that gen con is i'm trying to remember yeah. yes i think it's the beginning of august yes the it's beginning of august. the first
3: week of august okay yeah
0: yeah, yeah. so we've got uh, we've got origins in june and then oh. yeah what's there's something in july can't remember what's in july
3: con is august 4th to august 7th.
5: Yeah. Gotcha. Okay.
0: Yeah. Totally okay. It. All right, Apocalypse Dan's has has is asking the big question. And I get this question all the time <laughs> when I do free league events and I'm going to bring it up just because uh, I don't want uh, I don't want people yeah. to like think that I'm dodging <laughs> the question because I, I I I definitely want to uh to I like I like
3: up. Apocalypse Dan's avatar by the way.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
3: It's happy tree, so, friends. <laughs>
0: so Apocalypse Dan says, big question, big in caps, big question for Drew. Is anyone developing a Predator RPG, and can it please be free league so we can play it with alien? Now, I don't know how many events I do that people like because <laughs> I do all the US events. People actually pull me aside and they're like, Doug. Doug,
2: between you and me. You can I tell, tell
0: me. I won't, I won't, won't tell anybody (laughs) but
2: it's me and everyone i know on the internet
0: (laughs) please like like this happens like literally almost every event can there's there's a private (laughs) like there's there's like you've got that license right like you just can't tell anybody right i'm like dude i can't tell you like like gas gas is working on it right like you got (laughs) that's that's what he's that's what he's doing right because like you know he, he would be perfect for that right like you you're going to I'm like, I can't say it like, no, no, like, go. Like, I, I'm glad that you're excited that this could be like, but even if it were, I can't tell you, but like, it's yeah, it, it's so funny. Like people I, drew, I would take it as a huge compliment that people want to play in these big IP worlds that you are writing in and Dan apocalypse. Dan, I'm, I'm going to say it for Drew even if we even if that were a thing we can't say it Mm -hmm. but man just like everyone else i it would be amazing so i
4: so i'm going to tell everyone now we...
0: No, I'm not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that to me, Drew, because I'm going I'm go to go to, to ACD Gaming Days next month. No, actually, I'm headed to PAX East next next week. And people will be like, so I heard on your podcast, Drew.
2: <laughs> by the way. Yeah,
0: by the way, what was Drew imagine, thinking
2: about? Just imagine the phone calls and the emails. You should actually, you should totally say that, Andrew. You should totally just say it right now. Even if it's complete BS, just I would like in to keep
4: working, so no, I will not. I <laughs> Please don't. But my, okay, so here's the thing. For people who don't know, I, I wrote the Internal Predator Bible uh, over at right. Fox before it became 20th century. Uh, it's, it's a 750-page document. I'm hoping that it gets edited into some kind of publishable book at some point. Um, in regards to um, Predator and Alien everybody knows how I feel about this. I believe that they are not the same universe. There are three different universes. There's Alien Prometheus. There's a separate Predator universe. And then there is the third AVP universe. Okay. Right. So when I have gone when I when I was working on the Predator Bible, I specifically, well, thank you. Um, thank you, Apocalypse Dan. Um, when I when I, I got derailed by that compliment. Um, when i went through the when i was making the bible for the for the predator universe um i was told specifically hey separate out anything that has some kind of alien relation because that goes in the avp universe okay so when i worked on the alien role playing game and i found something that hey you know what this is really more avp than it is alien i've tried to remove that from ever mentioning it in the alien role playing game there's been a couple of places where it's not in Okay, but the reason I did that was just in case there's ever going to be an AVP game. I have a source book of material that's onto the side that we write, this is going to be in it, this is going to be in it, and that's what's going to differentiate it from the Alien game. Sure.
5: Um,
4: if, if, If Free League ever gets it, I hope that I will be the guy who writes it. I don't know if they even want to do these things, and I also don't know what the deal is with Disney right now in regards to this because I'm pretty sure... They're concentrating on building up Predator and building up Alien as their own things before they're gonna go do more AVP things. So um I'm I think that there's a Titan novel thing that was coming out that was supposed to be the last AVP thing for a little like a hiatus. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that, but that I remember reading something about that. Um an AVP galaxy or something. But um yeah, so um I don't like my predator and my alien. I don't like my alien and my predator i do like the idea of avp as its own thing and if 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 it was ever a thing you'd be able to take these source books and put them together assuming it was the same company but there are distinct differences that have been pulled out to keep them separate
0: best thing best answer i can give you no it's good it's good because yeah still not going to stop people from pulling me aside at, at events no. and being like no i won't <laughs> nope
1: I, I mean I remember Pax East when we worked it literally right. and we were just unveiling the alien book. And right. it was, that was like right this before is...
0: like coronavirus, like yep. was a thing.
1: And literally people are holding the alien book in their hand. That's the only thing that's been released, is the core book, and they're like, This is amazing, this is so good. Predator, right? Like <laughs> <laughs>
2: Can, can you enjoy this
1: for for a little bit more than 30 seconds
3: <laughs> no give me predator now apparently
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's that's fans for you right there you've given me everything that i could have wanted now give me more
0: <laughs> definitely absolutely. absolutely no that's very cool um carbon gray let's let's talk a little bit about carbon gray what do it's uh you didn't uh it's a it's it's a graphic novel is a graphic novel already is that is that pretty much a, a done thing is there is there any more uh, issues of that coming out or is that uh, the graphic ha- novel the graphic novels
4: were released in the early 2000s i think up through 2010 somewhere around then and then what we've done now is the, we put together an omnibus where right um, things were changed around so that the story was clearer to read because when the books came out they were like now this book's in this time period now it's in this time period and when you put it all together you're like wait what so everything's been rearranged to be more chronological now when it's a flashback it's clearer that it was a flashback you know there are a couple of things that when i was looking at the project i said to uh flying the guy who created it, i was like hey i think you should do this because it'll clarify things and he he was happy to listen to that because this was the opportunity to turn the universe take it to the next step so um so it's really a remastered version that omnibus that's coming out um and um i i know that there were plans to do more if eventually you know if things went well so sales on this go well then absolutely it will continue you know uh,
0: so. that was kind of that was kind of my my question was is yeah. if if the rpg just kind of like again whenever new content comes out it brings yeah. it to the forefront of a lot more folks like do do you plan on doing more more content and and not just rpg supplements but the the, the graphic novels as well so
4: absolutely um and and a couple of things i don't know if it's up yet on drive-through it's supposed to go up if it didn't go up today it'll be up in the next few days but we put together a character sheet pack for free oh nice um basically it has the character sheets from inside the book and then it has um people want to print friendly ones. so they're they're black and white but they're not black and white they're they're bluey purple and white like those old uh mimeographs because that's it's for world war one time period so we we made them so that so you can print them out black and white or you can print them out that cool bluey purple and white and you'll, it's got splatter on it and stuff like that so um we did that and in regards to expanding past mm-hmm. so we we've got we've got the core book right now you've got uh foes and factions which is uh additional uh enemies and de- details the stats of the characters from the graphic novel and whatnot We've got Badge of Blood, which is a solo adventure. We've got two separate maps, um, which are both double-sided. One is an urban slash uh, uh, snow wilderness map. And the other one is the trenches, the mud trenches and the world map itself on the back. Um, There's the counters and everything that come in the deluxe box. There's the minis Um, and the things that we didn't get to in the campaign. If this stuff goes well, we will eventually get to which is um, uh, the Western Front campaign book, which is, you know, about the war itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a Scourge of the Skies uh, aerial combat game planned, which, you know, those stuff is still on the table. It's just we need to see how this stuff does before we move forward with it. That's all. Um, so, yeah, so there's, there's, there's plans to continue these lines. Um, nice. And there's, there's a whole bunch of other West End stuff coming from Magnetic as
0: well. Very cool that's that's awesome it's nice to see that uh, system kind of get you know brought back into you know I, I think it's one of those systems that has there's been a few things that have been released for it, but nothing that's been like super um what's the word i, I feel like say? west end is Popular. having the
2: biggest renaissance of, of any they really game are out there right now like yeah. i mean there's there's lots of games out there that are like coming back into popularity but i see more and more people Every time you mention West End Games it's like oh my god I miss the days of D6 pools and stuff like that like so it's really it's getting a lot of traction again now
4: I saw some people complaining about wait a minute I've got
0: to add the numbers up well got let's the- be okay yeah. so Drew you got you got to realize that like a lot of the folks that that, that play your games are mostly free league fans, yeah. so or free league, free league, uh, you know, familiar with free league in the, in the year zero engine. So they're used to just looking for sixes, and then that's about it. six, six yeah. sixes are one. So, so I mean, you're gonna
3: yeah. make me do math. Well,
0: technically, you still
2: have to add your successes up. I mean,
3: that's counting. That's not the same thing as math. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well this is why yeah. god
4: created calculators and most of us have a handy one in our pocket that can also yeah. access the interwebs so that's true yeah
3: that's true speaking but, of accessing the interwebs i just checked and it looks like those character sheets are not yet up on drive-thru RPG, okay they
4: will be this week um they will
3: be soon yep yeah.
4: so yeah there was a request for it and it took me like two seconds to put it together so i put it up i put it put a cover on it and i sent it to the publisher so it should be coming this week very cool
0: uh, if anybody has any questions for Drew, feel free to, uh, drop them in the, in the chat. We'll, we'll be glad to, uh, put them up on, uh, on the screen here and, uh, and, and ask them for you. If, if, if Drew can, uh, answer them. Uh, there's certain things that he can't answer, of course, but,
2: uh. Ask all of the questions that he can't.
0: <laughs> we haven't mentioned this lovely beast
4: here. Oh, yes. His we, role we, in Heart of Darkness. Yeah.
0: We yeah, let's talk ha- let's talk a little bit about that because that's something that, that that you were like insistent, like like this was something that you wanted to put in the game for quite a while,
5: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm.
0: finally, fi- I think was it Thomas was like fi- finally gave in, and was like okay, yeah, you can you can do this for 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 this uh, for this uh, <laughs> cinematic uh, adventure. Uh, t- tell us a little bit about that.
4: Um well you know because Jonesy is an important aspect of the alien universe I always thought wouldn't it be cool if you could play a cat and um I I wanted to have stats <laughs> for cats and dogs and all the animals in the core book and they're like you've already overwritten this by 130 pages we're not gonna <laughs> So it's been one of those things that's gotten moved over and over and over and over as we go and um I was like okay on the cinematic um there's no reason what it's a space station uh and rats get brought in on freighters so why wouldn't they have a rat catcher cat so uh it was the perfect place to put it and when they asked me for they always ask me for photo reference of what I want the characters to look like so I'll send them actors and stuff and they'll they'll change it but they're like oh so you want an old guy who wears glasses with hair like this you know and I sent them the picture of Adrian and I swear to God it's like they just (laughs) on top of the photo. It's like exactly Adrian, it's ridiculous. That's awesome.
2: It's not like Um, you need to alter it to avoid copyright issues.
4: (laughs) Right. Right. Um, And so then we had the there's a scene that there's a big piece of art of and I won't spoiler completely, but the cat is carrying something, which is a little frightening. And it's in the book. And uh, I laid on the floor uh, with my with my phone, and uh, someone was on the other side of the room, uh, calling the cat over with snacks. And he would walk past me with his tail up in the air, and I'd get it with his butt angle just like this. We did this like five times until we got the photo reference, and we, we had, <laughs> the, had to it to the artist, and he painted it up exactly.
1: Oh, so, great!
4: So That's amazing. Please,
0: please tell me, do you did you get that original piece of art? Oh no! I well, it's probably digital. Oh, it's probably he ha- yeah. yeah, yeah. he on, has
2: what? the cat. Why does he no, need no, the no, original?
0: No. <laughs> I, I didn't know if like, he was able to like get like, cause cause some, some folks that they, they have, you know, RPG right. art, they they actually get the piece and mm-hmm. frame it and put it on their wall. And I, you know, but yeah, you're right. It's probably digital now that I'm, cause like, cause cause Amanda, you're, you know, all about that digital art stuff, right? I have a feeling that she's mentally giving you the finger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: I'll draw your
3: cat on a piece of paper, and you can actually have it. It'll exist in the real world. That would be awesome.
5: That
4: would be
3: awesome.
5: (laughs) I'd cherish it.
4: Um, Yeah. So I, one of the things that that proximity. Okay, so party darkness is. uh, It says it on the back of the box. So, whatever. It's you're around a black hole. That this space station is around this lonely little space station is around this very violent black hole that is eating a, uh two binary stars so it's just like they're unraveling into this thing and you're just there and so there's a lot of stress in this environment and I thought you know he he de-stresses me whenever there's a problem by jumping in my lap <laughs> so I gave the cat uh the, the purr ability which allows you to you know if you sit with the cat it, it removes stress which is important oh, for the so you know, amazing so i found ways to work it in and makes sense and nils was like okay this is pretty cool so we got to do it uh, i'm very very excited about it and he's a superstar and i love the i love the what you did with the picture of him on the the cover image for this
0: <laughs> oh yeah no i i mean you know we, we wanted to include include him on the uh on the thumbnail so
4: the ridiculous sun drunk image of him he likes the sun so you put him in the sun he does that
0: that's awesome that's awesome yeah, that's that's really cool is there anything else that you you kind of like because this is one of the things that you've wanted to do with uh, with uh, the alien rpg is there anything else that you, although you probably can't probably can't talk about it because the,
4: well i mean I, the only thing i can say is that i'm very excited about this the new threat that's in here now and i think yep. it's, it's something that i started thinking about way back in in 2019 nice uh, and i i was just like you know it, it, it's one of those things where I was like, okay, so this happens in the movies, and people wonder why. And I'm not going to say what these things are, okay? Um, the the Doug.
1: The We're talking about the Doug, right? That's yes, the Doug. The yes, Doug. Doug. All right.
4: And so we know that these other things are here, and there's like this space here that if we connected these dots, we can create this thing that makes perfect sense. And I've got to do it. So um, here's hoping it goes where. I want it to go because it can really opens up a whole bunch of new doors of what you can do in this universe i i, I really think that 18 months of people telling me it's a one note thing and it's never going to go anywhere uh, made me say <laughs> here i'm going to make sure you can take it in any direction you want
0: so. <laughs> i love that you know and, and that just kind of goes to show you that like if you have an idea and people tell you no or that you can't do it like sometimes you just stick to it and you know it you can prove you know prove everybody wrong everybody wrong like, I think Those that are the that's... people
2: who lack vision.
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. um does anybody he else sends any To any a panel questions? with
2: everybody with glasses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, does anybody else have any other questions for Drew? I don't want to. I, I keep feeling like I'm monopolizing the time, so I, I apologize. If that's well, you know
2: the man least. better than the rest. Well, of the I son. do. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs>
0: You it's know, also I'm, kind
3: of like like your show this is like your job well
0: it's true but you know i i, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to just kind of monopolize and drew drew talks to me enough he's probably like oh my god i gotta <laughs> I talk to this guy yeah
1: <laughs> talk you're supposed to doug. ask him
2: about the hat doug
0: oh well I'm, i was kind of waiting for maybe what, it, what drew drew what's so i think this is the first time i've ever seen you with a hat yeah like like I, I I don't think I've ever seen you with 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 a hat on before so this is this is something that that's new for me and and I'm gonna I'm actually gonna put you in solo mode on the screen here <laughs> so we can look we at can, that yeah look at that like it's a nice you, hat you look very you're, you're very stylish very yeah, it's very I, fetching I I, <laughs> I I feel like if you're gonna wear that to events that we're gonna both be at I, I'm gonna have to up my game a little bit in the style department what's what's the deal with the hat this tonight well, okay, so
4: yes, I'm, I'm planning on wearing conventions um, because um, you want that you want that signature look thing that people are going to say, oh, it's that guy in the hat or that guy in the neon green sneakers
2: or whatever. For the, for the author photo. Yeah.
4: <laughs> right. Both of those things are me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have neon green sneakers that are this color, um, but I wear conventions. But regardless, the hat, it's actually an Indiana Jones hat. Okay. And I went to, um, I actually finally had a break and I went to Disney with some friends and um i got the hat there because when i was a kid my mom ordered for me from the lucasfilm fan club the indiana jones hat but she ordered the damn wrong size
3: oh no oh no
4: it looked so stupid on me in high school that i could never wear so when i was down there and i was like all right let's see if we can find this hat and i found it and I got it, and the, this this size fits me perfectly. I have a big head, apparently. I tried to put the X-wing helmet on, and I couldn't get it on my head. Um, so, and which is funny, because on Luke it looks gigantic. So I think they just like, we're going for small sizes on the helmets. But allegedly, the one I was trying on was adult. But regardless, the story behind the stupid hat, which I love. <laughs> it's great. I I I finished. Uh, my friends went home, cause they live down in Orlando, and I took an Uber back to my hotel. And on the way, there was a Shake Shack. And I don't know if you guys know. Oh, Shake Shack, okay, Ooh,
2: I've been one time and it was amazing.
4: In New York, I used to go all the time. The first one that opened was on 23rd Street in the park near the School of Visual Arts where I worked. Um, and so we you know, I used to uh, I, I, I ran the uh, digital imaging graphic design center on the weekends. And so I would give the one of the students that say, here's money, go get yourself and me. Shake Shack. <laughs> so you know, they're, oh, they're gonna go because they're getting free lunch. But anyway, I saw there was a Shake Shack. So I told Uber, wait, I want to go to Shake Shack. Just let me off here. And I had this hat on because I'd bought it there. And I'm sitting there in a Star Wars t shirt, uh, and shorts with the hat. And I'm I'm eating Shake Shack. And I out of the corner of my eye, I keep noticing this guy who's like trying to get down low. So he can see who's under the hat. I'm like, all right, that's weird. And so I'm on my phone, and then suddenly the sun coming out of the window is not—it's it, blocked by a shadow. And I look, and the guy's outside the window looking at me. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And finally, the guy comes up to me, and he says, "Oh, oh, I thought you were Dave Filoni." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> I like, did you just right, did you just go with it? No, <laughs> no, no. I said
4: I'm not Dave Peloni. However, uh, if you want to look me up, I do stuff for Alien and everything. And he looked me up, and then he, he like gave me a free shake and all this because he's the manager. <laughs> oh, nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so the manager was creeping on who he thought was dave filoni that's
0: awesome
2: um, i was like Fair no enough. i've been i've been accused you know, of being worse so i'm fine with now that, that you've <laughs> said it there is a there is a bit of a resemblance there is
0: there is yeah, yeah, I've, absolutely. I've, I've
2: seen enough behind the scenes stuff with with dave filoni on star wars and stuff i'm like <laughs> you yeah. know i can see the resemblance you could you could pull it off at halloween or something yeah
4: so there, there are worse things so i, I yeah
2: I, worse people I, to be compared to for sure it
0: made me realize yeah i gotta keep Attack, if that's a good thing <laughs> yeah all i can I, never take I, his you, hat off now <laughs> all i heard was you mentioned indiana jones and now i'm gonna ha- get asked uh uh-huh. every que- at every convention now or uh-huh. every uh-huh. event going uh-huh. forward Let's so go. drew's drew's really into the indiana jones franchise uh is that gonna be a thing is that uh is he working on that uh
2: free league jones anytime any day now
4: do you remember dragon con when we recorded that gen con acceptance speech oh yeah wearing the batman yeah um, you were wearing the ba- yeah yeah i'm like i'm like through <laughs> you gotta be <laughs> are you working on batman next no i i like these things i can just like these things can't i no no you <laughs> you're not <cannot>. drew <laughs> you're do
2: you, it. Must, you must always wear system agnostic clothing
3: <laughs> you can always like them but random. only only if you're at, still going to write like fifteen thousand words about them or whatever <laughs> yeah.
0: well, i'll tell you if they'll have me i'll do it it's fine <laughs> <laughs> What was that You had like a Batman face mask on. Yeah, yeah, it was, it yeah, was that,
4: yeah, yeah. the COVID mask. Yeah, it was yeah. Batman. And then, and you were like, and then... you know, this is going to cause trouble, right? I'm like, you're <laughs> probably right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's amazing how quickly people will pick up on stuff like that, too. They, they, the they most only think the,
4: you're trying to tell them a secret. Yeah,
2: yeah. The most you're just trying to, like, sneak it out there without t- actually saying something. Because everybody's yeah. trained to look for that sort of thing now. Yeah. Like, any time a movie trailer comes out, especially for Marvel now, it's terrible now almost. Yeah, everybody's sitting there, screen, or or literally second by second going through the trailers, like, what am I seeing? Well, even with that Moon Knight thing most recently, they had that QR code in the museum. You could scan it to get a copy of issue number one of Moon Knight digitally. Really? Yeah, if if your TV had the resolution to provide the QR code in sufficient size, you could scan it and it would give you a free copy of the uh, original appearance of Moon Knight
4: on picard q had a a 3d printed card on on dr soon's uh 3d printer and it had a phone number on it and i called it and q talks to you oh
2: so, really <laughs>
4: yes, you should totally what? do it it's hilarious you that's funny how worthless you
0: are um, <laughs> <I guess so. laughs> Uh, Patty wants to know, is Drew working on an Adi- a- Adidas, <laughs> an Adidas <laughs> RPG?
2: Sneaker wars. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, Toy Story, but with sneakers.
4: I did do concept art for a a, a sneaker part for Adidas many years ago. So. Very cool.
0: Uh, Apocalypse Dan says, yeah, there has to be a market out there for Drew's Bibles. I mean, he loves these franchises like we do, and he brings the heavy lore and behind uh, that we love. That, that oh in behind that love
4: yeah I appreciate that yeah it's just about convincing a publisher to to want to do it, so it yeah out, like it took me 18 months for alien so predator is not as high up as alien in people's minds so it's a little harder um you know I did it that the Apes the Planet of the Apes stuff we we haven't I'd say we have a better chance to see in that but
0: that would be very cool mm-hmm. I I've always been a big Planet of the Apes guy I, I love the old movies and even the newer movies have been really do we want to talk about the Mark Wahlberg movie? Eh, maybe. I mean, it was okay. It what Mark hard. Wahlberg movie? Exactly. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Can you just make hamburgers now or something? No, he, no. old, that's the other brother. Sorry.
0: No, he did. He did that movie Uncharted with uh, Tom Holland.
2: Oh, oh right. wait, yeah. But yeah.
0: that bad or good? It wasn't. <laughs> I saw it. It wasn't. I mean, ben, you and I saw it. Like when we were at gamma Expo. Ben.
2: Like, ben said something about it. I can't remember what it was. It was
0: funny for it was fun for what it was. It was.
2: If you went into it expecting
1: a, a fun, campy yeah. video game romp, it was exactly what you wanted it to be.
0: It it felt a little bit like Indiana Jones too, in places.
1: Yeah, and if you've played the video games, they tried to reference it several times. So it was it was a good movie that didn't try to take itself
0: too seriously. Yeah, so. it it knew exactly what it was and
2: i saw a story about Wahlberg apparently back in a few years many years ago not not many years ago but several years ago wanting to be the main character
0: well so here's you you know what the story is i think i sold i've told this story a few times like he was originally signed on this this has been like in the works for like since 2000 i think 13 2014 and he was originally signed like for that part he was supposed to be
2: nathan drake yeah
0: right he was he was supposed to be nathan drake and he was like oh he was like going to the studio he's like i can't wait to get the old like an older like established star to co-star with this with me and then like i wonder who we're gonna get we can get like you know he started listing off all these these old older actors and like and then it got shelved up until like a few years ago and then the studio finally con contacted him again and said hey you know this uncharted movie is all uh, is is all set to go we're gonna we're actually gonna make this now and he says oh yeah who'd you get for a co-star and they said tom holland and he was like tom holland's not the old guy and then he's like and then that's when i realized i went from being nathan drake to the old guy in this
3: movie
4: <laughs>
0: yeah he aged out of the role that's right patty he sure did but i mean it was good it was a fun i I, I don't know. I mean, If it were on TV, I'd watch it. If it were like on like a streaming service, I would. I, I, you know, it's it's almost like what was the the Adam Project, like that was that, was, that was a fun movie. You know, you, yeah. you didn't take yourself right. it's seriously. It super was silly
2: of, fun movie. Is yeah. it Ryan Reynolds' action movie? You know, his mouth never stops moving.
0: Exactly. and that, that's kind of I mean, how I mean, kind of how I felt that the uh, Uncharted was. Ryan Ryan
4: was amazing, but that kid. Oh my God! I was like, "Wow, a good kid actor,"
0: you know? Yeah,
2: that that kid literally stole the show. Yeah. Did you hear that
0: D- Disney just signed it to be the new Percy Jackson? Really? Yeah.
2: It might actually okay. be worth watching now. That yeah, that
0: well, kid's got talent. <laughs> oh. yeah. Yeah, got talent. The
2: original couple movies they did were blah.
3: Very bad.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see here, Drew. What? What? We've got uh, some events this year that we're doing together. I'm trying to think of like what what do we got going on. Got some Dragon Con that we're hoping we're hoping to be at. You're going to be at Dragon Con this year, your guest. Some, and,
3: some Dragon Con. Not just Dragon Con, some Dragon con, con. of
0: dragons. Get the, um, the the con of dragons?
4: Yeah, I'm a guest at Dragon Con again. Um, nice. And I'll definitely be there. That's Labor Day weekend, and you'll be there too, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. And then hopefully, we're, we're trying to see if we can't uh, make a bigger... Last year, it was just uh, you and me, and, and we were selling Alien... That we're, maybe hopefully be a p- bigger part this year uh we're still kind of figuring out the details for for dragon con but yeah the plan is to to be at dragon con this year at least you and i um so that'll be that'll be fun what else we got going on this year um game hulk do you have a, are you being oh, a yeah, con?
4: Con for sure in october um nice uh, i i'm also I, these are tentative but i believe through bard's tower i've just been signed on to do uh, Fan Expo in St. Louis. It's easy. Nice. It's there. That's May 13th. Uh, Megacon in Orlando, which is May 19th. Um, Fan Expo Denver, July 1st. Wow. Uh, Emerald City Comic Con, August 18th. Emerald I believe, I believe at the last week of August, I'm going to be at Silicon Valley Comic Con. And then Dragon Con September 1st to 5th and then baltimore comic-con october 28th after uh we do game hole so nice. i got a huge schedule this year of appearance nice yes.
0: um yeah and then uh, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, we can make it so that uh, you can come to a uh, granite con this year i'd love to uh, to kind of
4: Granite Con. i'd also yeah. i'm also hoping that somehow i can am I out of whack here there we go i'm also somehow um i can get to gen con um i don't know who i'll be going with it depends on who's exhibiting and what they need and all that. Um, And uh, I will definitely be at San Diego Comic-Con. I will not be appearing. Oh, you know what? I might be at Magnetic's table on that. I'm not sure yet. Magnetic. Magnetic might have a booth again. They usually do. Um, But if they don't, I will be uh, at the Marriott pool bar uh, taking meetings. (laughs) 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 So for the past like 15 years, I go to San Diego Comic-Con and I get work at a San Diego Comic-Con, okay? But the way I do it is I go there and I make all these appointments to meet with artists or meet with publishers or whatever, and I call them like five to ten minutes before. Well, first of all, I go straight down to the pool bar. I get a seat in the morning and I sit there, okay? And then five to ten minutes before the meeting, I call them. And I'm like, hey, I don't know where you are on the floor, but it's really crazy here. Do you want to go next door to the Marriott pool bar instead? We'll just chill yeah. there. So they come meet me there and they go out and the next person comes in and I just spend the whole day at the pool bar. <laughs> nice. Hey
2: <laughs> floating around drinking my ties. That's the way but to
4: do I, it right I'm there. A, I'm a, a, a margarita guy and they have a great bar there. So Nice. Yeah. So now San Diego is fun. I always love doing it. I can't I don't wanna be out on that floor for the whole time it's insane. Madness. Yeah. But uh but I have—I I don't know It's just it, that and Licensing Expo. I'm also going to Licensing Expo, which is not a con for people who are not, are just the public. But That's right. uh, for people who want to do license projects. So I'm 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 going to that too, and that con and San Diego Comic Con every year I would get work out of it. So
0: that's awesome. Very cool. Uh, license Con is that's uh, that expo is in Las Vegas, right? Yeah,
4: uh, it's actually for my birthday, May twenty third yeah the 23rd through the 26th I think uh nice. Las Vegas uh, and it's called licensing Expo um any I, I think you can go as long as you're a professional in the industry somehow you just have to say hey I I'm this for press or I'm you know I'm not I, I do this for games or whatever and you can get a, a free pass very cool um what do you call it but yeah no I've always found opportunities there
0: nice nice that's uh, that's really awesome uh, does anybody have any other uh, questions i don't want to we're getting kind of close to to our time uh let us know in the chat if uh, you have any other uh, questions if if folks want to uh, connect with you drew i know you're very po- you're very uh you know uh active in the uh facebook group uh for uh, the free league uh, alien rpg um is there any other way that folks can connect with you uh, online or is there any other places that you haunt to uh, you know in, or creep in the shadows of forums or facebook groups and cure out every once in a while okay.
4: <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on a ton of facebook groups so you know um it, i'm not and my my profile is public so it's easy to find me so people andrew e gasco on facebook um nice. contact me privately if you want um i if you have a group do you think i should be in send me an invite um i want to do twitter more so if you yeah. to try to connect with me on twitter i can use the twitter twitter fan base it's uh uh at andrew ec gasco all is one word so um I, I i feel like i've been left behind by I, I i got so into facebook i forgot about twitter and i need to do
2: something else.
0: I mean, guys our age, you know, that's 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 the platform. Wow! If you could it's, just it's shut up, Doug. Facebook, you know, that. Uh, <laughs> so guys in their thirties, is that what you're from? Absolutely, to? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, guys in our, guys in their late thirties, you know, I. I uh, oh, you're in your late thirties. I'm. Oh, my, sorry, not not early thirties. Sorry, yeah. i You're
2: not 30s. making Amanda feel that great either.
0: Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I feel like
4: it was a finger again in her head. Although, <laughs> technically,
2: if you want to compare Doug and Amanda and say they're both in their 30s, that is an excellent feather in Amanda's hat.
5: Because
2: yeah, <laughs> Amanda looks fabulous if she's supposed to be the same age as Doug.
4: So, so yeah. wait. wait. So, so, wait. But, I mean, so uh, how old are you, Amanda? Because, like. <laughs>
3: Now Andrew's like very confused as to what's going on here. I'm 36, Okay. so I'm okay. I'm like the youngest member of the. I'm the- 37. It sounded
4: like what he was saying was that if Amanda looked that good at 63; she'd be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute,
0: I'm confused. It's, right. it's so that funny. That, like this whole the whole Facebook the whole Facebook thing that, that I just kind of referenced is just it's funny because like now that that uh, now that I kind of help out of the high school like, what social media platforms, like, they're, like, totally, like, obsessed with, are not like, like, I'm thinking about, like, like, they're on Snapchat, they're on TikTok, like, they're, they're on all these platforms, and they're on them, like, nonstop. And it's like, yeah, no, I I don't even like, consider those like, as platforms like at this at this point in my life. But like, that's what they're all into. And like, it's gonna be funny, like, in the next 10 years, like, that's gonna be what we like, that's gonna be their their platforms. And this probably a whole nother, like, set of platforms are gonna come up and and they're gonna be the next thing just like MySpace and and Facebook were, you know, at one point. And I don't know, it's just it's just funny to listen to. Douglas, you still have a MySpace account, don't you? I, I, yes, I do. Actually, I'm, I'm bringing MySpace back. Douglas, do you
4: still have an AOL email?
0: Um, my parents did for the longest time. Yeah. yeah. I did not though. Yep. Yeah. Parents, parents are the ones that have it. Parents, <laughs> yep. are parents. I, I drove by a business the other day that actually had an AOL address listed wow. as their business address. And I'm like, Vintage. Wow. You've, you've I been around a Didn't they retire
2: time. those emails?
4: No, they exist still. They exist still. I've got friends, uh, my my friend uh, Kim. Who's
2: providing the server for that?
3: I I I think that I think the client doesn't exist anymore. But if you had an existing email address, then yeah. then then your email address has not changed. Whoever is hosting it just kept that name, and it's migrated to a different client.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was, was going to say no AOL. Yeah, no AOL.
3: That that's not a thing anymore. But if you had like an AOL email address, it's like
2: in Wayland Utani.
3: Right, took that over. Was just right. like sure, that's still your email address we're not going to confuse you by trying to make you change it. <laughs> like, just keep it. It's fine.
0: <laughs> but going back to the original question, I, I will say that if you are a fan of the alien RPG, join the uh, alien RPG by freely uh, Facebook group, because there's some great, there's a great community in there. Drew is very active in it. And uh, you know, there's folks just sharing ideas. Sharing things that they want to build and kind of put on the table when they play. You know, just, just it, yeah. I can't, I can't speak highly enough of, of that community. And that's, that's one thing that drew, I, I've got to say that like, whenever you have these big IPs, sometimes the community, and I don't want to, I don't want to call out any, any particular IPs, but like,
4: there's a lot there's of, certain co- yeah,
0: there's some, some of the like, 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 yeah and an alien just is is doesn't seem to have that at all
4: well well i will i won't go that far because there's always toxic fans okay well, but, yeah but... but generally speaking i've had the best uh reactions with the alien fan group, uh a, a fan fan community and especially the people that are in that particular group the alien uh by freely alien rpg by freely um there's no not. There's no toxic stuff there. Every now, it, I I can think of only mm-hmm. in the past four or five years, one guy who popped up and was just and immediately got booted. You know, <laughs> and, and they, they they take care of it. They make sure everything's going right, and um, people are very grateful to get the answers, and I'm very grateful to answer them. And so it's a really good relationship there. You know, it's it's, it's just it's a fun time.
0: Yeah. No, it's it's. I wish more. Yeah.
4: I wish more social media was like that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I guess that's going to probably be it for for this episode of uh, of the Chaotic Goodcast. It's 2022, the year of Gaska. I get that trending on on social media. Go on uh, on Twitter.
3: #Hashtag I, Year of Gasca. #Hashtag
0: Year of Gaska. <laughs> and I, I want to make sure that that's trending this uh, you know over the next few weeks uh, because. I, 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 just... I can't... What's that? Go ahead, you first. I'm just whenever you have a release, I think that should be the, that should be the the hashtag that everybody applies to whatever they put up post on, like whenever they're talking about you know carbon gray terminator, you know alien heart of darkness, just like end it with hashtag year of Gaska. I think that's that's what we we want to do from now on.
4: And I can't wait till I get a phone call from my mother. What's this year of Gaska thing? What are you dragging <laughs> us? <in here>? And <laughs> yes, my mother talks like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Very cool. I want to thank Drew for for giving his time tonight. Thank you so much for for coming on, my friend. Thanks for uh, having it's me. You know, always I'll... always fun talking to you, and uh, I, I enjoy every single time we we get to connect in person, and when when we just get to chat. Uh, you know, you know, even online. Doug's or,
2: the one you make go for the Shake Shack, isn't he?
0: What, what's oh, that? I would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, some would, money, he would. Go get a Shake Shack. <laughs> and you know what I would do? I would go be like, "Hey, this order is really special. It's for Dave Filoni." For Dave <laughs> 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 see,
2: see him, see him over there. See,
0: see, see him over there.
2: Yeah, from like 30 feet away, he's like, "That's totally Dave Filoni." <laughs> you see,
4: you see him over there, and they look at me, and you say, like, "Don't look at him. Yeah, don't yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't make eye
2: contact." Could you imagine though if they thought it was Dave Floney and they saw the Waylon Utani shirt? <laughs> oh my They God. would go bonkers. Social media <laughs> would just explode.
4: I'm pretty sure it was just the hat plus the Star Wars
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> a Star, Star cool.
4: Wars shirt. If it wasn't Star Wars shirt, they probably wouldn't have made the connection.
2: No, probably not.
0: <laughs> Look at that. Apocalypse Dan already, already use already using the hashtag. Thank you. So I appreciate it yeah you should
2: talk it. to freely maybe get that added to the uh, to the back of the box with the logo um
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you do you want to talk to Thomas about that no, i'm all right with that i
2: need a tiny logo
0: that just says europe gaska I mean, don't, ask, don't ask why
2: he's already a couple hundred
1: words over what's three more right <laughs> yeah.
0: well technically it's only one because the hashtag so
4: it's all one
2: it, yeah
4: word. Yeah. this is the type of thing that if. People want to run with it. I'm very happy with, but I am not going to make this run. <laughs> oh,
5: <laughs>
0: all right, folks. Thank you so much for for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. Go uh, follow Drew on on all the social medias and join that uh, awesome RPG uh, Alien RPG Facebook group. Amanda, Jason. Ben, thank you so much for uh, coming on tonight and and being a part and being a co-host. Thank you to uh, everyone that's in the chat. Uh, appreciate it. If you have any other questions for Drew, drop them in the in the comments, and now I'm, I'll send them over to Drew's way for sure. And uh, be glad to 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 uh, get you get those answered for you. All right. Awesome. And if you enjoyed the session, please hit that like button down below. We greatly appreciate that as well. That uh, helps these things appear in the YouTube algorithm and, and uh, so on and so forth.
1: Help us abuse the algorithm. Let's That's go. right.
0: That's right. Or just put hashtag year of Gaska in the comments. That's fine too. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. Fill the all comments right.
5: with
0: that. That's going to do it for this episode of the Chaotic Good Cast. It was episode 140. It was chaotic, but it was so good. We'll see you all next week. Thanks so much. Bye. thanks so much for watching this video uh if you would be so kind make sure you hit that like comment and subscribe all the youtube jazz that we're supposed to do here uh it really is greatly appreciated and if you'd like to support us more uh you can uh, check us out on patreon just go to patreon.com backslash victory condition gaming have all sorts of patreon perks and it definitely helps support our show thank you